Thanks for being with us on NBL Now. These are our very special roundtable editions during the FIBA break. I'm Jack Heverin, alongside Damon Lowry and Derek Rucker as we evaluate each team so far, the things we've liked, the things that we haven't, and some of the truths that need to be spoken about. Let's talk about the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, this could be a tricky one. I looked down at my notes. I've got three and seven, and I've got it's been a struggle. They cannot catch a break. I had to say it before you got in on that one. <laughs> Everything that can go wrong seems to have gone wrong with this team. Will McDowell-White, yeah. hurt in the preseason, comes back, hurt again. Uh, Justinian Jessup, do we remember him? Yep. Yeah. He used to be on the team. Gone. Zylan Cheatham, man, what an unbelievable excitement machine this dude was. Hurt. The praying mantis, the next star, can't see him. Hurt all the time. They just can't catch a break. So, yeah, it's a struggle street for the breakers. It's interesting because we had a conversation with Modi Mayor, and he felt that Cheatham is the best player in the league. And I said, better than Cotton? He said, yep, better than mm. Cotton. Mm. said he defends, he passes. He's smart defensively and offensively, and he felt he was their best defensive player also. We saw the highlight package that he can be when he's on top of his game. So that's probably a bigger loss than Will McDowell-White, I believe, um, who obviously is a significant one to, to undertake lately. This might be a challenge mm. to try and give them a grade because we do have to take into account some of the struggles, but how have you graded this season so far? The yeah, it's it's unfortunate because I like how they play basketball. Um, I like that European feel. I like how Modi coaches. I wouldn't have wanted to play for him. <laughs> but can you imagine what that personality? <laughs> can you imagine those two together? Derek, stop shooting from thirty five feet. <laughs> I um, but I I love what he does. I love the honesty. I like his how he holds players accountable. Mm. Um, and, and he's enthusiastic. Every day matters to him. Um, but it's, it's, it's disappointing. There's some sadness when I watch New Zealand because I really want them to do, to do well, but it doesn't look like, like it's going to be their season. I totally agree. When they, when I give them that D, it's like that kid that comes to class and they ain't got food. They ain't got their lunchbox. They left their homework at home. There's something always happens. This poor kid, he just, he wants to try so hard. But yeah. just don't have the tools. It's called being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, sorry. Everybody can't go to Davidson University. Um, College. Or, or, or university <laughs> on his own. But the poor old breakers and Modi, if he had his troops, mm. you know, and I think the mistake, Derek, was made last year. I don't know what happened. I know Barry Brown Jr. had to go somewhere else. He was a samurai. But Derek Pardon, he is priority. That guy made everything tick for them last season. Mm. They replaced Derek Pardon, and they got slick. And they even said, oh, Mango Matthew is just as good. No. No, they, no, he's not. Good player, not Derek Pardon. They tried to make a Dame. They tried to get me to buy a Dame Pino and Mango Matthew over a Derek Pardon. There's one mistake. Finn Delaney comes back, who I thought, oh, great. Finn Diesel's back in the house. Been up and down. Don't quite know where to find him. Some days he starts, sometimes he doesn't. Tom Abercrombie is getting a little bit older, not mm. producing as much. The only shining light has been so far, PJC. PJC, the, early in the season, there were a lot of impactful minutes. But recently, 
I think there's a lot of empty calories. And it's hard for a little guy. We know how that is. It's really hard to impact games, but he's got to find a way to turn those close losses into victories. They had the one in Sydney where he came up, mm. wasn't able to get the right play at the end of the game and let Sean Bruce lock him down. And then the tough loss um, against Illawarra where I think if you're the best player on the floor, somehow you win that game. Mm. You win it. You really needed it. It was at home, but but they fell short. And now with Will out, where does it where does it happen? Mm. You know what I'm doing? If I'm Modi, we are scrimmaging every day because I've got to get Anthony Lamb. I've got to get him a little bit leaner. I got to get him game ready, and he has to play at a uber dominant level for the rest of the season. He's got to be the guy I ride with. And, um, and sign this sign this contract right now. Right. Let's just, let's just not even mess around. He Maybe do some good. old school methods and take him out to dinner and some drinks <laughs> and then hit him with the contract late at night when he's feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Spoken from experience. Yeah. <laughs> Written and authorized yeah. D-Rucker contract mm. signing party. Uh, to the big three, let's go with Mango Mathiang's question number one in that case. Was it a mistake trusting Mango with the starting center role? Absolutely. Big mistake. Now, in saying that, I think Mango is a quality bag-up big. Yeah. He's not that guy that, that played a little bit of NBA. He's not that guy at the University of Louisville no more. Obviously, we know his injury history. He's a role-playing bag-up big. They need a stud, and I thought Derek Pardon was that guy last season. So, for whatever reason, Mango is here. Now, Mango, if you're going to be here, you got to give us something, man. You got to give us something. Get on the glass. We can't run offense through you. Block some shots. Do something. I mean, you got a do-rag for every color of every day of the week. Forget the do-rags. Give me some more rebounds. Give me more block shots. You know what I mean? I need something from that middle position to make everybody's life easier. I hear you. And also the other person who needs to step up, and it's a perfect opportunity now, is Isaiah Liafa. He needs to come up bigger. Going back home. To New Zealand, now's a chance for him to have an impact and grow his game. Can he become a Shea Illy-like player for, for the Breakers? Because that would get them competitive real quick. And he's got to diversify and, f- and fill out his game. When he was early in his career, he was shooting it, shooting it, shooting a lot. Now I think he's almost gone a bit too apprehensive with seeking out his own shot. But the thing I want to see, get in the paint, kick outs, get the ball up off the glass, offensive rebounding possibilities. Mm-hmm. That type of really good lead guard play, again, would help this lineup big time. Question two, Findelani returns this season. Mm-hmm. He spoke when he signed with New Zealand that he wants to check things out, maybe go back to Europe and see how that goes. So this is a one-year deal. How much of a priority is his signature for next season, or is it a priority? You gotta have a conversation and see, hey, where are your priorities? What's important to you? What are you trying to do? Do you want to play in this league? But if your eyes are, you know, on your phone waiting for your agent to hit you up, talking about possibilities in Europe or Asia, then we don't have your full focus. And we need it. We need it. So what are we doing here? If this is just gonna be a temporary relationship where it's, you know, we're gonna go out on two dates a month. <laughs> That's not the type of thing I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking for longevity. And I think with a player of that talent level, Jack, if I'm the breakers, again, 
I talked about this with Dean Vickerman. I'm paying overs to ensure I have that talent in my roster for years to come. I think Finn Diesel, well, you're no longer Finn Diesel if you're going to be playing like this. You're too up and down. So like you say, where you, where's your head at? Where, where do you want to be? Do you want to be right here? And just so you know, if you want to go somewhere else, you got to ball out right here first because all of a sudden you might not be so attractive to that European market if you're just going to be up and down. And question three, is the season a write-off? I'm not willing to go that far because I know that New Zealand road trip is tough and they've got a lot of games coming up. We saw what happened when they played Illawarra, but I think that's just going to be a blip. I think once they come out of this break, Chetham's going to come back at some point. We hope sooner rather than later, and then we can see what it's really about. But when a coach is motivated, like we know Modi will be, will be he's going to get the best out of that team. It's just their, their path to it is probably going to look a little bit different this year. Now, I'm, I don't think that's going to mean much in terms of when we get to February and March, but they'll be significantly improved. I'm not going to write this season off neither. I think six losses mm. is not far from the 16th. So you're still there in the loss column. You're not, it's not over. And like you say, Zylon is, Zylon is coming back. Will, we might not see Will McDowell White, unfortunately, but Zylon's definitely coming back. And I think with Modi's leadership and just yeah. the way they can just still kind of galvanize and just eke, just eke out enough wins, keep it close, I think there's enough there still to um, feature into the six. Well, there's some positivity for the Breakers fans yeah. who are watching. On that theme, what's their plus from the season so far? I think they're a good road team. I think they've, and maybe it was because of the much aligned. The bubble year? No. The NBA trip. See, when you go over there, you can, you're together as a team. You can work on some things. It's a great opportunity to bring people together. You focus. I think it's just, a great idea now. Can I finish my comment? <laughs> you focus, you focus on the results. See, I'm more of a process driven person. You know what? I'm willing to get in there on the daily and work on stuff. And when they're over there, when they're over there, they're having meetings. They're getting together. They're getting gurus in there and they're, they're coming together as a team. Now, had they not gotten injured, Dame, we wouldn't be having these conversations about them. But that type of work has been done. So all the development, all that stuff is in there. They just need well-being, and then they can evolve and erupt as a team. Having said that, that's not going to look good when we get to where I got them finishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, strong leadership. Modi Mayor, you talk about Great. Leadership, not, not a captain, not a guy that just shoots off at the mouth. This dude feels it. He takes ownership, accountability. He came in a press conference and said, oh, they're not playing good? That's on me. Mm. He's not passing the buck anywhere. It is so rare in sports to find a leader who can galvanize the troops and do the right thing. If you're a young breaker yeah. and, you want, and you're looking to aspire to be somewhere, to be like somebody, Modi's your guy. So I think that strong leadership will hold him in good stead. And it's interesting you talk about that, Dane, because a lot of times coaches are reluctant to take that responsibility and say, hey, it's on me. And you know what? For owners and people making decisions about who they're hiring or firing as coaches, this just because a coach steps up and says, that's my fault, it doesn't mean that he's culpable. It doesn't mean that he deserves to be fired. And a lot of times coaches are, are afraid to go out there and say, my bad, because they know if the ax comes, it will be coming mm -hmm. down on them. 
but it's not always the case. You got to evaluate that thing case by case. Minus? Minus is you're playing with two imports, no Will McDowell White, and no next star. You just don't have enough pieces. The league is too tight. I've been saying it all season. This is going to be the tightest season we've ever probably had in quite a while. And they are down at least four major pieces. There's only so much you can do. Well, I'm going to say depth. And uh, I have a feeling resources might also be a play here, yep. Jack. So um, some of those things you can control, some that some you can't. And um, again, I think Modi and the people out there are smart enough in the basketball department to figure out a way to galvanize this, what they have, and get the best out of it. Well, with all of that being said, I'm interested to see where you've both got them finishing at the end of the regular season. Who wants it first? I'll I go. Hope someone's keeping track of Dame's ladder and how these things are, how these teams are slotting. It's, it's all, here. It's all okay. here. Very it's good. It's a Very tough good. class. I'm scribbling a lot of things out because he changes yeah. his mind. A bit. I'll go first, Dame, just to help you out. Eighth. <laughs> Eighth. Eighth. You got him 10th? Playing. What? Really? Playing. Stop going off In script. Six Stop spot. going off the little script that we're <laughs> this, is, this is why I place a high value on strong leadership. We will find a way. We'll be a band of brothers. That little group of dudes that had no business Beating that army over there, Modi will find a way to beat them mm-hmm. because they believe in each other. They believe in the system. I will make you guys who are this tall feel this tall. So I think when they get a few more pieces back, yeah. what they've already been through, adversity is coming for all of us, but they handle adversity. They don't whinge about it. And I think for that reason, I got them a C minus, which gets them into a play in. Jack, I have them also as a C minus. Can you fact check? What's their record, please? <laughs> Got them at three and seven. Three and seven, and you've got them in the play-in. So currently, Brisbane are at five and seven. Okay. All right. Slide-ins are coming. Okay. That would explain why he's wearing the Breakers pink shirt today as well. I think, I think now it all starts to make a little bit yeah. of sense. I wasn't sure about the pink polo. Now it all makes sense. Gentlemen, well done. Always nice to work with both of you. Thanks for being with us on NBL Now, our roundtable edition. We'll catch you next time.